You're listening to a DM podcast. G'day, pod lovers, podcasters, podlings, and welcome to Behind the Podcast, the podcast that opens the studio doors and takes a peek behind the microphone to tell you, the listener, the producer, the creator, the aficionado, what's happening in the podverse. I'm Jules, and with me, as always, is Stocks. Hello. On this week's episode, happy birthday to podcasting, Spotify's sadness, the new obsession in true crime podcasts, scam podcasts, and a recommendation not to be missed. Alrighty, Stocks, we are back for another week of Behind the Podcast. How are you doing? I'm feeling good, man. I'm on a plane tomorrow morning. I'm out of here for five weeks. So we got plans while you're away? I don't know. Show we just keep on rolling in. Yeah, Who's just keep give us rolling. All this inside knowledge. Yeah, you roll solo with no. You and Mandy, I'm sure, pick up the slack. And we've got a whole cast of clowns in this office who could help you out. We could have Zanon come in, and we've got Cam who can come in as well. Awesome. Deep bench here, deep bench. Great. So we're going to be hearing from a lot of different insiders while you're away. You seem to have a bit of more bass in your voice this week. Yes, unfortunately, I have uh, suffered a bit of a lost voice. It is. It has been a couple of days now. It's slowly coming back to me, but ironically, it probably, uh, it probably. You know, it went away feverishly discussing the actual voice in Australia. So I can say that it went to good use to political discourse. Oh, robust political discourse, perhaps at your favourite rugby league team playing a game. That's right. We're better a place. <laughs> Wonderful. But yeah, so please persevere with, with me despite my lack of voice. But while you're here, let's talk about the world of podcasting. So should we start off with happy birthday to podcasting? Absolutely. So it's a 20th anniversary. A Guardian article by Rachel Aroesti. Uh, she says basically that this month is the 20th anniversary of the very first podcast. The format's invention was Open Source, a politics and culture discussion hosted by the journalist Christopher Lydon. It debuted in summer of 2003 and is widely considered the first ever podcast. Of course, it wasn't called podcasting at that point. Yeah. That became something later on with the rise of the iPod, etc., 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 and apparently was coined by Ben Hammersley in an article from The Guardian. So Guardian claiming their fingerprints all over this one. Very much so. And hey, I wonder if old Ben gets any money from that title. But how cool, right? So according to Rachel, this means this puts podcasting at about the equivalent of 1950 where TV drama is concerned and about 1912 for widely available recorded music. I love that for a bit of context. I think that really sort of a lot of the things that we talk about, you know, somewhat infancy of, of the medium and the way that it's how it's kind of unfolding for advertisers and, and just general popularity. I mean, it still really is in the early stages. New medium, yeah. Now, a little bit of context just to put um, this time of year, early June 2003 into context. Number one song in Australia at that time was Rock Your Body by Justin Timberlake. And then if you want to look at the rest of the month, it was Bring Me to Life by Evanescence. So that's pretty cool. If it had been a month earlier, it would have been In the Club by 50 Cent. Ooh. That would have been real cool. And then to really put a time capsule on this, the number one movies in Australia at that time uh, over the month of June, first it was The Matrix Reloaded. So that's right. the second one. The second. And then Too Fast, Too Furious. My God. The okay, number that two. really puts it into context. Yeah. So firstly, June 2003 – Big month for sequels. Yeah. But damn, that's a while ago. So 50 Cent was making music, coming out with his debut, and Ludacris was making his debut in the Fast franchise, and he would be a stalwart forevermore that we will all remember fondly. And Vin Diesel was just teaching us about family <laughs> in the Fast and Furious movies. 
So there you go. Happy birthday podcasting. Happy birthday podcasting. So, like, seismic news in podcasting this week. Uh, Spotify layoffs are the latest sign of struggles in podcast business. Well, Spotify laid off 2% of its global workforce, and a big chunk of these were in podcasting. Yeah. Now, they haven't said exactly how many are in podcasting, but I know for a fact that one member of the pretty small podcast team in Australia was made redundant this week. Yeah. Okay. So, it's hitting home. Yeah. It's happening here. Yeah. So, yeah, that's re- a really pretty sad because... Spotify, we've been talking about how they've trying to work out their business model. Well, it seems like... It's still a work in progress. It's a work in progress and their era is changing. J. Clara Chan of The Hollywood Reporter wrote an article, How Do We Pivot? Podcasting turns to M&A and cost-cutting. So, mergers and acquisitions and cost-cutting. That's what's happened with Spotify. Basically, Parcast and Gimlet Studios are going to be merged as a single Spotify Studios. But The Ringer will continue as a separate brand. So, this is a massive restructuring and this is the third restructuring that's happened spotify in the last sort of 13 months may 2022 and then january 2023 they've restructured the market didn't like this spotify's share price down 1.4 percent it's a seismic yeah it's look it's probably a necessary uh bit of cost cutting there obviously like they went out hard and spent a lot of money i think what's interesting is the way that the ringer is able been able to continue to operate as its own you know brand essentially um, whereas others are merging and I think that is probably testament to the style of shows that they're doing and, and the cost of making these shows you know they are a lot more cost effective always on always on they know how to talk about the things that are in the culture right now and it just keeps people coming back each week non-scripted conversational there's all low budget so was Spotify's acquisition of Gimlet and Parcast all a waste yeah, according to the Gimlet and Parkhouse Unions, uh, the statement from them, they said they acquired an incredible group of talented people with specific and marketable skills and then wasted that opportunity, cancelling shows with dedicated audiences, leaving half-finished projects to die on the vine and giving teams little direction as to what they actually wanted to see produced. Gimlet and Parkhouse were studios with vision that helped shape our industry. Whether Spotify Studios has a vision remains to be seen. That's withering stuff from the unions. Yeah, it is. And it, it must be just really quite uh, quite a sad turn of events, I think, when, when you just, you've got these dreams of what you want to achieve. You're really proud of the stuff that you've been doing and creating. Um, you've got plenty of funding. Someone like Spotify comes along and, and buys you up and you think, here it is. You know, this hour, we're being recognized for our work. The, the things that we did, the way that we programmed, the shows that we were making were responsible for us getting bought and, and having those big you know sums of money thrown at us. So it must be a bit confusing, confronting when those things are kind of thrown back at you and you say, okay, well, actually, you're too expensive and you're not running your shows correctly. So, I, yeah, I feel, I feel for the people out there. I think as much as any podcast production company in the world, Gimlet had a defined tone and style of voice and content. You could say... I remember talking to many a podcast producer and say, what sort of style of podcast are you like? Oh, I like Gimlet style. Yeah. Or someone's trying to pitch you a podcast. Well, it's a Gimlet style podcast. Yeah. So when you're going into a company that was successful because it was built on a DNA, it was successful because of that DNA and then was acquired because of that DNA yeah. and to then to have it, I don't know, maybe data-driven or just acquired for without the thinking of that DNA, just thinking of uh, either the size of it, what it represented or what the audience was. I, I think it's, it's, it's quite a shame. Yeah. 
And just to echo that, there's a quote from a former Gimlet employee who left prior to this week's layoffs. He said, I'm not sure, they said, I'm not sure what folding Parkhouse and Gimlet together in one team means. They're very different styles of production and development. So they need different kinds of support in terms of marketing, PR, development, and other skill sets. Let's watch this space, as we always say. Absolutely. Yeah, but a massive week for Spotify. I mean, I guess the things we've been talking about all year all came home to roost this week. Yeah, and it's sad to see it happen on our shores as well. Yeah, so hopefully this restructuring works and it's onwards and upwards from here. Okay, so I've been listening to a couple podcasts this week and I've pretty much ploughed through two of them and they're quite similar. They are... Basically, they're true crime, uh-huh. but they're based around sort of con artist scammers. So there's one podcast, Scamander, which the name says what's on the box. <laughs> it's a lady called Amanda who's a scammer. And the other is Believe in Magic. Uh, and I listened to these two. I listened to the first episode of both. One was because Scamander is trending off the chain in the UK, this, in the so US. it's a recent podcast? It's current. It's five okay. episodes in. Don't know how many it's going to go. Cool. It's been trending in the charts in the UK and the US for the last for the last five weeks and then it's really come on strong in Australia in the last week or so I thought I've got to jump on and see what this is it's decent and then I met with a friend on the weekend who recommended believe, from the industry who recommended Believe in Magic Believe in Magic is of a similar vein it's about someone who um, had a foundation uh, was doing things and there was duplicity involved yeah Without spoiling it at all, this came out in May. It's run its full seven episodes. Uh-huh. It's a BBC podcast. Okay, great. It's brilliant. I wanted to see them both side by side and just see which one. I mean, the one that's getting all the buzz is Scamander and um, Believe in Magic for me is by far a superior podcast. Scamander is what it says on the box. It is, you know, from the beginning, this is a lady, she's a scammer. So we go on the journey of how she fooled people, how wonderful yeah. she was, what she did, and then it all unravels. And it even says it in the sort of log line for the show. It, she had a blog. It was all in the blog what brought her down. So you go, okay, I see where this is going. So it's kind of a, it's a, um, it's got one direction to it. You know uh-huh. where it's going. Believe in Magic actually has one direction in it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this <laughs> this podcast has twists and turns and high, incredibly high highs where this uh, foundation that is created, One Direction is a massive part of it. <laughs> and it, it sort of parallels their coming, you know, their, their rise to fame. Um, but it's got twists and turns every episode. So I found that Believe in Magic and it's got typical, typically brilliant uh, BBC production values. If you like BBC production values, I would put Believe in Magic, would, it would be a highly recommended. I, th- I think it's a fantastic podcast. It's seven episodes. You can get, I got through it in two days. I'll definitely listen to that one. Yeah. I think I love the One Direction boys. So I think this is uh, right up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. So, But I guess the bigger point is looking at it, we know true, true crime's a massive genre. But then going back and looking at it, are these scammer podcasts, are they the biggest of the true crime? They're yeah. definitely, it's definitely up for consideration. I'd love to run through it. Yeah, go for it, man. So, I mean, in, just in the last few years, we've had Who the Hell's Hamish, which did launch on the back of Teacher's Pet yeah. feed, but was about this guy Hamish who was a complete con man. Uh, we've had The Sure Thing, which is Angus Griggs' masterpiece about, uh, about insider trading. And then we've had uh, Liar Liar, which is some Melissa Caddick podcast uh, by... Kate McClymont. 
Yes. And then the granddaddy of them all, which is the dropout, the Elizabeth Holmes story, spun off several podcasts and documentary and a feature film film with Jonathan Lawrence in it? Uh, No. Amanda Seyfried. So this is really seems to be the most eye-catching one. And look, some of these podcasts haven't been what I'd say incredible. Whereas I think with true crime ones that really take off, there has to be an incredible story. Yeah, um, something like Teacher's Pet was an incredible precedent, and Serial as well. Um, but some of these are just eh, okay stories, and I think there's something to this. Everyone loves this salaciousness. Looking at something like Liar Liar, that was Kate McClummer really being quite sassy. Yeah, that's right. And it was being quite salacious, and it's not trying to be dry and serious and scary. I personally. Don't find uh, podcasts when there's a bunch of grisly murders in it in any way appealing, which is just me, but I can see why these would be broader. We did something like um, Inside the Tribe and what we found with advertisers was, well, it's, it's a cult with potential child abuse in it. Yeah, yeah. It's hard for brands to get around that, but you can think of brands you can slot straight into any of these sort of scamming ones. Yeah. And a lot of the times, you know, people are taking on big amounts of money. They're, they're, they're uh, stealing money. They're living these extravagant lifestyles and they're doing all of these things. Like they're really kind of going for it. So the, the crimes that they're committing, you know, outside of the actual theft, the things that they're doing with the proceeds of crime are sometimes pretty, you know, interesting to hear about. The big holidays that they go on, the private jets, all these sorts of bits and pieces make it quite sort of almost fun to listen to and you can detach a little bit from the actual crime that's being committed. Whereas like, you know, murders or child abuse and those sorts of things, yeah, look, that does hit home a little bit harder. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think this is the sweet spot for true crime. Do give Believe in Magic a look. I'd, I'd say the best reference to it is the Sweet Bobby podcast, which is also a British podcast that came out last year that has many twists and turns to it. Um, but I think it's a great listen. So if you're looking to something to crack into over this long weekend, get into it. Awesome recommendations. Well, I look forward to it. I'll definitely be diving into Believe in the Magic. And as anyone who knows me knows, I also like a portmanteau. I think that's how it's pronounced. Uh, uh, uh. So uh, Scamander will be on my listening list as well. Now, quickly, I've got a podcast recommendation for everyone. Last night, I had the privilege of going to see the launch of the new J.O.I. podcast, You Have Been Told a Lie, Blood, Borders, and Biloela. This will be an incredible podcast, and by the time you're listening to this, it will be live. You may know Jay from the award-winning series Shoes Off. Basically, this has taken Jay two years to make, along with his podcasting partner, Thinesh, And this is about the family that was ripped from their rural Queensland community. Uh, And it's the story of the town fighting to bring them back. It's going to be an incredible piece of story making. Go to youhavebeentoldalie.com or just look up You Have Been Told a Lie on wherever you get your podcasts. But I guarantee you will not regret it. This will be an important piece of podcasting and it's going to be beautifully crafted. All right, well, let's get out of here. I think my voice has just made it through. So, look, this is an extra special thank you to Mandy this week, who, if you're listening to this and I don't sound quite as terrible or there are a lot fewer coughs than Stocks has had to endure, then she's done a great job there. And also thank you to Ruby on the socials, as always, if you want to follow us, if you want to comment, if you want to just give us some DMs talking about shows that you want to hear, topics, whatever, hit us up on behind underscore the underscore podcast.